This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Stacey West Podcast. I'm Ben and for once it is not my turn to be poorly. Gary is so poorly that uh, he's actually had to bail from this week's podcast. So welcome Jake. How are you my good man? Um, good, especially after your live podcast uh, the other week. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be back on. I think it's been a while since I, I came on properly. So, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, best wishes to Gary. Hope he's all right and hope he's uh, hope he's doing well. Um, I think he's been uh, he's picked something up in the aftermath of his uh, evening out at the FSAs. Um, which yeah i mean the fsa awards i mean it, it was disappointing to to sort of look at the results come in and, and see the the fan media award go to the anfield rap but yeah. i mean at the same time when it's a public vote and you're a league one club up against a premier league club it's always going to be difficult isn't it so yeah i was surprised you've actually not called uh gary a prick there ben yeah <laughs> well um, I, have, I did notice on uh on on the comments uh for the for the live podcast um, someone says that I need to I need to come up with some more comebacks. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I would agree with that comment, whoever that whoever that was. <laughs> but obviously, yeah, the the FSA is uh, it was really good for for Gary to even be nominated for that for that kind of award. And uh, obviously, as a writer for him, I, I'm exceptionally proud just to to write for him. So, uh, mm. but yeah, unfortunately, people like that can't look past the Premier League and the audience and the numbers that people. Mm. Can, can attract and that's just the way journalism is um unfortunately but obviously the stacy west makes some absolutely great content and that sort of culminated in the uh podcast last week yeah so i mean i, I just wanted to talk about that and, and say sort of thank you to to everybody that's uh commented since because it was it i mean it was a hell of an experience um like sort of since liam uh pitched the idea sort of on a whim really at the at the fans forum way back when um he sort of said you know do you fancy would you ever fancy doing a live one at the, at the ground and you know we can get people involved um it kind of snowballed and it, it did it, it you know now now it's out of the way we can sort of discuss it in you know 
discuss sort of behind the curtain a little bit, but yeah. it it came it ended up coming together really really quickly, because um, yeah. we we sort of had an email chain saying right well you know when when can we do it? it's like oh well you know we we might be able to do it the weekend of the Berry game because there's not nothing happening and then it was like oh that's that's coming up with like. Um, I think about a week to go or something, and then it just kind of snowballed really quickly, um, and it obviously led to to last Monday night, which was, I mean, as as somebody that is essentially, I think I said it off air um, after we stopped recording. I, th- I think I said, you know, as somebody that is essentially an IT technician in Lincoln, um, yeah. you know, it, it's it was a very bizarre moment. Um, and it's something that I've had to explain to a few of my colleagues about, you know, well, well, I do this, and then there was, and then there was like this thing, and then I got to meet the Lincoln manager, and I got to meet the left back, and then it was just like, what the hell am I talking about? But yeah, um, but yeah, it was a hell of an experience. I think a lot of the feedback that we've had so far um, is is really positive. I think Michael Appleton came across extremely well. Um, yeah, I think he came across really, really well, and he didn't. Uh, he didn't pull any punches. I mean, the, the one thing that we uh, we offered, you know, we, we sort of said beforehand, uh, we, we gave a list of, of rough ideas of where we wanted it to go, where we wanted the discussion to go, and, and vague ideas of questions. Um, we said, is there anything you want to avoid talking about? Like, you know, um, I think Gary asked the question about, um, are there any managers that you didn't enjoy working under or, or um, and stuff like that? And he just, he, before I just said, no, I'm happy to talk about anything. And it, it really showed throughout the uh, throughout the podcast because he opened up quite a lot and it was um, yeah. it was a genuine pleasure to do so um you know we we are myself and Gary uh, are incredibly grateful for the uh, for the opportunity to do that and I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the last one that we do let's just put it that way fingers uh, crossed yeah it was, uh, it was a really enjoyable evening sort of even just on on my behalf in the uh, audience with a high visual on it it was <laughs> you know it was Something new. I've never seen that sort of thing done before live with a manager and a player. So, mm. you know, it pops to you, to you and Gary from, uh, and obviously the football club to, for getting it sorted. Yeah, it was it. Uh, uh, Gary, uh, Gary, um, and um, you know, and Terry and and Liam at the club, they were just phenomenal in in helping us getting it all sorted. And you know, the 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 uh, just everything about the organisation of it was was spot on. So we can't really heap enough praise on them and we're not saying, you know, I'm not doing it to sound sick of antic. It was genuinely just really, really relaxed. They just said, do what you want to do, do what you need to do. We'll give you what you need. And then, you know, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. And it, uh, fortunately, I think it panned out for everybody. I think, uh, I think they got, the club seemed to get what they were after from it. And I know that sounds a bit, you know, that, that probably sounds a bit awkward, but it, it's always a two-way street, isn't it? We we want to get more ears on our podcast, and and the club will obviously get something from it as well in in terms of a little bit of promotion. So it was uh, it was a win-win really, and I think everyone was happy. So uh, again, thank you to everyone that came along. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. I think the the numbers that we've received prove that people have. Um, in the past week, we've had more downloads uh, of the podcast than we normally get in the average month. So it's been uh, yeah, it's been a good week. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Tranmere, shall we? Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I wasn't at the game, but I, I've definitely seen enough of it to to warrant a few few points of conversation. I think everybody that was there saw more than enough of that game. It was, uh, yeah. it was a bit turgid. It didn't sound like a spectacle. I was sort of fortunate. I was uh, 
having my first uh, day of training into Flora on the phone call. So uh, okay. I was lucky enough to miss it. So, um, but it, from the, from the sounds of it, it just sounded like two sort of bad average teams. One player got stupidly sent off, and we just took the one chance that sort of presented its way to us. Yeah, I think um, there weren't a huge amount of opportunities throughout the game. I mean, I think, um, I think looking back at it, I think probably they may have had a penalty, um, but then we should have had a goal that stood. I think um, there was a moment where uh, John Akindi was through, and the keeper spread himself and and you know slid out and lost basically spilled the ball um, and Akindi grabbed it off him and, and went to score and the ref gave a free kick I think that should have been given I think that should have been allowed to continue but then at the same time I think yeah there was a there was a penalty where Harry looked to pull their guy back um Harry Anderson yeah. looked to pull their guy back at the, yeah. in the box but um yeah it just it wasn't the best of games I think it was uh, I think it was summed up pretty well at the end of it where um like we said, I mean, you've got a uh, you've got a player that gets sent off for two really silly yellow cards. I mean, the first one was it was just a, a stupid stupid tackle, really. Um, you know, sort of a bit of a push in the uh, push in the box, uh, not in the box, sorry, push in the back. Um, and then it's the second one, isn't it? It's the, the second, second one, one that, that, that would drive football, the drive professional football is absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine is. if that was one of our lads, you know, knowing that he's on a booking, yeah, stopping a quick free kick is is a, is a yellow card. It's just a professional. It's, I don't know if it, is it foul play or something like that. And I mean, it's, yeah, you uh, just, uh, just can't do it. And when you know you're on a yellow card, yeah, it's something like stopping a, a restart from taking place or something. Yeah. It's. Uh, if I was if I was a Tramway player, I'd be fuming with him. Because like, mm. at the end of the day, Tramway going down to ten, it might it could have helped them, but obviously we've gone on, on we've gone on to score and, and win the game and make it back to back wins, which is absolutely crucial for us, by the way, especially looking at the uh, us pulling away from the bottom the bottom three. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that the, the problem for me was. Um, well, the problem from the Tramir point of view, sorry, I should say, um, you look at what happened and it, it was just it was just nonsense. Like like you said, if you're on a yellow card, you don't stick your foot out when you're running past somebody trying to take no. a free kick. Because as soon as you do that, that's it. it. It's a silly, silly yellow card to get anyway. Yeah. But obviously when you're already on a yellow, it's just the daftest red card I think I'll ever see in my life. Um but yeah, I think overall I think we deserve the point uh, we we deserve the points. Um, I think the um, we we looked like we were slowly starting to get on top just before that uh, the red card. It was you know, obviously fairly early in the match as well. So when you when you're starting to get there, and I think Michael said it at the end of his press conference, uh, sorry, in his interview, where y- you look like you're getting to that point where you're almost on top, and then all of a sudden they just throw men behind the ball and they make it really difficult for you, and they're trying to essentially defend a win, uh, defend a, a nil nil. Um, yeah. It was it was a difficult game, so you you know Tramay did what they needed to do um, to a point, and and we we did what we needed to do as well. So um, yeah, I was delighted for for Big John as well to to get the goal that he did. Um, Only it, just over the line, wasn't it? Ah, it was it was over. It was fine. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure? Because because from what the replay that I saw, it didn't. I mean, obviously, I think it helped that our players sort of just ran off and started celebrating. Mm. But like you know, 
I, I, I was questioning it still. I was watching it three, four, five times over, and I still didn't think it had gone in. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's always awkward when you get that you get that moment where the ball goes off and, and hits back. But the fact that it the, the fact that it was going in and obviously it went in at an angle and then it hit the hit the bar, bounced down and then bounced back up and hit the bar again. It's like the way that the spin on the ball was and everything. I don't think it would have done that if it hadn't gone over the line. Um, and this is where like the mathematicians and everything. I'm sure there's plenty of mathematicians that listen to the podcast. Um, but yeah, that's that's where people will probably come in and say, well, actually, no, you're wrong. But yeah, you it, are it, wrong, Ben. You're always <laughs> wrong. Go on to Gary. Uh, this is very true, actually. Yeah, but uh, no, it was it was definitely over the line. Um, and it was it was worth it. You know, he was worth his goal. I think giving his performance um, away at uh, at Burton. Uh, it sounded yeah. like he was, you know, well, yeah, absolutely. really good value for it there. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought he was probably one of the match away at Burton. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get to uh, to do any fan cams or stuff at Bert, uh, for Burton, but Akinley was unplayable. Mm. You know, he was uh, he hit the post, I think, as well, and he just yeah, deserved he did, yeah. his goal on that on that day. It was just tie that tie that would go on and get it, but mm. but Akinley definitely in the last couple of weeks that uh, that Appleton has sort of started him over over Tyler. And uh, I think it's definitely sort of shown that that is the right decision at this moment in time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Um, it, he was a. He was definitely a threat away at Burton, um, from the sounds of it. And he, he didn't really get going that much on on Saturday. And I think uh, Michael alluded to it in his press conference after. Uh, sorry, again in his interview afterwards, where he said, you know, we 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 would expect a lot more from John, and I think John would probably. Um, admit that he would be the first to say that you know he, he we would probably give more normally or you know his, his performance would be better but the fact that he got the goal it was one of those days where you think well the performance wasn't necessarily the main thing it was the fact that we got three points whereas recently we've been saying the exact opposite that things are looking promising and we've had good performances just not got the results i think at some point the two are going to cross over and we're going to have that you know we're going to have that good performance and good win situation which from what I understand, the second half at Burton was was pretty much that. So, um, yeah. So after that, yeah. um, we had a we had an interesting day on. Uh, was it Monday or was it Tuesday? I think it was Monday. Uh, yeah, it was Monday. So Monday afternoon, it sort of filtered out that uh, we've we've got uh, we've we've got a new signing. Um, it's Michael Appleton's first signing as the imps manager um and i think the biggest discussion uh that's that's sparked up around this has been how exactly are we pronouncing his surname uh, that's why i was sort of going quiet just to leave you to the uh to the honors actually so if you, if you want to go ahead <laughs> yeah i mean from from what uh from what i can uh from what i can pass from it it's uh zach el el buzedi um buzedi yeah. yes uh, so he's a winger can play either side apparently um he's he's said himself in a few interviews on youtube that he's uh you know he likes scoring he likes setting up goals as well um and from what we've seen on youtube he is lightning quick yeah so i, I mean as i said to you before before we come on here anyone can look good on on youtube mm. uh bradley barraclough prime example you know he looked absolutely <laughs> like you know, massive coup for the football club when he signed him, and then he came and it was it was exactly what epitomised our time in non-league, just mm. bang average. Yeah, 
I mean, it, it sounds like um, it sounds like there's a lot to him as a player. It sounds like he's uh, he's he's been watched by quite a few clubs apparently in the in the league yeah. um, at the moment. So it'll be um, yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, interesting signing. So it, it says he's saying that he might be able to start against Peterborough, uh, provided yeah. the international clearance goes through. So here's hoping. I mean, obviously, you know, winger that can play on either side. Is that hinting that somebody's going to be heading off or is it just to, to bolster the squad a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, it's just difficult to see, especially if, if uh, maybe what I've sort of put it down to is maybe it's sort of like a, a gradual replacement for Bruno. Mm. Sadly, because obviously if you can play, if you play down the left where, where Bruno predominantly played last year, then it could sort of be a way to ease the pain of, of Bruno Andrade moving up, moving somewhere else potentially I, I mean I don't know where you'd stand on that yeah I think it's a fair it's a fair assessment to make at the minute I mean um obviously with with Bruno being uh being on the physio table at the minute I think it's going to be it's going to be a gamble for for a club to to come in over you know over January um I would love to see him stay and sign that new contract but again it's it it's looking i don't want to say increasingly unlikely because that's not really fair to to speculate but um it's it's one of those where i think the sooner it's sorted the better for the fans because i think a lot of people yeah. are, are pretty desperate to get that uh, you know that info on bruno as to whether he's staying or not so yeah. um but again i you know i wouldn't begrudge if uh, if bruno did go cuz yeah you absolutely. know i think you're right especially the con I say he, 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 he gave last year. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Like, I mean, you know, he's been probably one of our better players so far this season in League One. He's shown that he can. He, he's at the level, and mm. um, he's probably at a level above what we are now. So that's probably someone looking for promotion out of this league into the next one, or someone that's trying to stabilise in the Championship potentially. Yeah. You know, he's, I mean, you know, he, he had something of a, a a quiet start, shall we say, to the to the season. I think he didn't necessarily pick up immediately where he left off. Um, but um, yeah, his goal he's, against Everton seemed to rejuvenate him a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say that it was that that point in the season where he, it really sparked him back into life because there was a lot of talk about you know, oh, he's not coming over to the fans, he's not <laughs> celebrating the goals, he's not doing this, he's not doing that, and then. I think almost as a way of sticking two fingers up at his uh, his critics, yeah. he he got the goal and he's been he's been superb since then, really. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what Zach can do. Yeah. Uh, he, he's I, I listened to uh, I watched a couple of videos, sorry, on on YouTube with uh, with some interviews, and uh, I, I I I'll be honest, I couldn't really understand what he was saying. His his Irish accent <laughs> is very very thick. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean it, he he looks exciting so that's uh it's one to see we'll just um have to see, yeah, just have to see how, how he how he adapts you know because obviously he was in england before at west brom mm. uh, not knowing michael but he's he's been over here before he so he might know that he might have a bit more of an edge on people coming over um mm. from the irish league because he sort of had that experience and obviously international football at uh, a uh, youth age is going to help anyone, especially, you know, look at the, the only other case, the other couple of cases in our team at the minute, Joe Morell, Welsh, he was in Welsh international captain, under 21 captain. 
Yeah. And this lad's yeah. been under 19s captain, and now he's just moved into the 21s and crucial part crucial part of their uh, 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 under 21 European qualifier uh, championship qualifiers. I think they they've got a couple of games left, and he seems to be a focal point in that team. So you know he's definitely one for the future um, to be brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, right. Shall we move on to Coventry? Okay. Absolutely. As, uh, as that's where we're that's where we're off to this weekend. Or well, we're not actually. We're going to Birmingham, but um, yeah, a bit of a weird one, that isn't it? Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, obviously, the off-field shenanigans at Coventry have been something of an embarrassment and a bit of a disaster to watch from afar. It's never good when you've got that situation. Obviously, we've had three clubs in the league this season that have had uh, instances, you know, of, of financial issues. We've had Berry, obviously we've had Bolton and then we've got Coventry. So um, Coventry, I think avoided a lot of the, uh, the, the punishments because they've, well, they've basically, you know, been able to finalize a deal to play at, uh, at St. Andrews. Um, I mean, St. Andrews, it's, it's a massive ground. So I'd be really, really interested yeah, to really see. Nice yeah, I'd be interested to see how it um, how it pans out on Saturday. To be honest, because it's it, I don't know whether I don't know what the attendances have been like. If I'm brutally honest, but um, yeah, I don't think they've struggled in terms of getting numbers in, and I don't think the team have struggled on the pitch. Uh, no, you know, I think that it, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a professional, it's they're professional footballers, and they should be able to play at any ground, no matter what the circumstances are or where it is. Yeah, and I think they definitely, especially. I remember early on in the season, they were they put together like four or five wins on the bounce at, at St Andrews. So it sort of showed that they, they they weren't phased by it. But you know, obviously the recent patchy form that you alluded to before, mm. we could definitely go there and see if we can take advantage of that. Yeah. So it's um, I mean, looking down the uh, looking down the goals list and and everything for Coventry. Um, it seems like they're getting goals really all over the park. Uh, there's no one major threat. I mean, I think you know if you're looking back to, for example, last season when you're looking at uh, you're looking at Tranmere, if you kept um, if you kept James Norwood quiet throughout the game, then you, you'd basically be assured that you're coming away with a clean sheet. But here it looks a bit like the way we were last season, where there's so many goals from all over the pitch. I mean, I'm looking down here. You've got some lads scoring three in the league, some with two. Um, a couple with one, but there's there's multiple scorers, quite a lot. So yeah. it's it's difficult to pin down where their weakness is. Really, obviously they're they're just outside the playoff spots at the moment, um, mm-hmm. and they look like they're a team that's uh, that it's in a bit of an indifferent run of form. I think what three three draws. Um, what uh, where are we? We've got two draws in the league. Um, and a loss are the most recent ones if they beat Ipswich in the FA Cup. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be a difficult one. It, in, on paper, it should be a game that we'll we'll get hammered in. But we know that's not that's not the way that we operate. And obviously, with Bozzy back in the side, I thought you know I just want to say as well, Bozzy was brilliant on Saturday. I thought he was he was a brick wall. Um, you know, there was a moment I think when he got. So I think he got done by the central defender and he just went, nope, and just booted it clear. I was like, that's the Bozzy we all know and love. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think we've got a lot to be a bit worried about on Saturday, would you reckon? Um, so yeah, obviously Coventry are a, a side that come up the year before us. Um, 
they won the uh, the bit extra in the playoff final, I think. And they they've definitely um, been better this year than they, they had last year. They had a year of sort of finding them, finding their feet in the division, which to an extent I think is what we're doing now. And you, they're definitely reaping the, uh, the rewards of that because you look at the table and they're, they're not far away from the playoffs. I know people can say, oh, if we beat them on on Saturday, we can massively close the gap in on them but you know, they're a good side they've got some good players you know the BMR up front they've got and as you said they score goals from absolutely anywhere and you know it's going to be a really difficult game to go uh, to play they're, they're good at, they're good at home and you know but we're on a good run ourselves let's not forget you know two wins on a bounce and any results possible in football so I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's definitely a, a marked L in the, in the column but yeah, I think we could go there and put in a good performance, but maybe just not get the result, maybe just miss out. But yeah, they're um, definitely going to be a tricky game for for the boys. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing, isn't it? We've got um, we've got a good, what, a very very difficult spell coming up. Yeah, um, I think who have we got? We've got Coventry, Oxford, Ipswich, Ipswich uh, and Peterborough and Sunderland. Now, obviously, yeah. Sunderland. Sunderland aren't necessarily in the best of spots at the moment, but yeah. you know if you take in Coventry, Oxford, Ipswich, and Peterborough um, before you know over the Christmas New Year period, I think Gary said last week if we came away with five points from that, it'd be a, a bloody fantastic result. Yeah. So yeah. I think really, and this is this is where you know we, we had that conversation with Toff last weekend uh, last week and said you know do you ever go to a place and, and look for a draw? I've got a sneaking suspicion this is one of those games when they're going to go and, yeah. and try and hold on for a draw. Because um, a draw would be a great result on Saturday. Um, I, I think, honestly, we need to... I mean, someone's slamming doors in my house. Um, yeah, we, I think a, a draw would be a great result on Saturday. But I think we're going to be saying that quite a lot over the next few yeah. weeks. Well, obviously, yeah, we're just trying to find our feet in the division. And, and to be fair, any points on the road are a massive bonus in, in a season. And Obviously, last year we had we had quite a lot of wins on the road, which sort of propelled us to the top of the table. But as you know, as you as you mentioned just before, then it's a really tough sort of run of fixtures for our for us. And, and you know, further on in, in uh, January, we've got Portsmouth at home and Blackpool at home as well. So those two, it doesn't get any easier. And it sort of reminds me a little bit of the run that we uh, that we had when Appleton first come in, and we sort of, we played. Was it Black Blackpool was his first game? Then we played Sunderland. And then we had Portsmouth. Was that was that when he first came in? And yeah, people think Corp like we'll do well to get results against either any of those. And obviously we beat Sunderland. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't count us out against any of these big teams, you know, performing. But it is going to be a really tricky Christmas period for us. Mm. But Saturday yeah. against Tranmere is obviously the one that you thought you can get a couple of points before your really tricky run. Mm. Uh, which we managed to do so hopefully we shouldn't be in too bad a position sort of end of end of the transfer window. and obviously Michael will will improve the team and uh, but yeah hopefully fingers crossed we can uh, nick a point probably it's as I said it's probably a bit optimistic but uh, definitely take a point on Saturday yeah 100% I, I think um, you know from my opinion I think if we're looking Obviously, we're going to go and, and try and get the best result we can. But I, I personally think um, the next two games, I think Coventry is probably going to be one of those games where I think we'll we'll nick a point. I think Oxford, there's probably going to be a bit of revenge on the on the mind of the boys. Um, yeah, yeah. 
you know they're, they're going to be fired up for that one um so hopefully you know hopefully we'll be able to nick something at oxford um I can because, see that game more than the Coventry game of us nicking something. Yes. Because Oxford aren't so good defensively. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, Coventry look, uh, yeah. like like we said, Coventry have got threats all over the shop and that they, you know, they're seemingly, um, seemingly, you know, playing really, really well in terms of, you know, playing possession quite a lot. And yeah, it's... Um, the thing with Coventry, Ben, was they, they looked at where... When they first came up, they looked at the areas that they needed to improve in drastically. Just when they found the feet, so find the things they're good at and what they can do at that level, and they found the things that they're not so good at, and they strengthened significantly mm. over the summer. They've made some really good additions. I think they signed Allen from, uh, from Burton, Scott Allen, unbelievable unbelievable midfielder for this sort of level. They, they, they saw what they weren't good at, and they purchased players that they knew would do a good job at this level to get to the right end of the table and they absolutely have there and they des- they deserve it. I think although I think they were after Tyler Walker, were they not? There was a big rumor there was a, a bit of a rumour um that Ty was gonna pick either Coventry or us and they they were in the race for him but obviously ultimately he chose chose us. We could probably thank George Grant for that. But but yeah, yeah. Tr- yeah. tricky game and, and hopefully we can get something from it. Yeah, I think that that was um, that was the rumor beforehand was about Tyler Walker, and, and I think the fact that, like I said earlier, they've, they've got goals throughout the team has, has proven that maybe if they have, you know, if they had that, um, they had that one standout striker, yeah, it might be one of those. Could you imagine? Uh, Could yeah. you imagine if they had Tyler? Uh, they'd, they'd storm the league, mate. I think we'd, be, really would. We, we'd be in trouble if they had Tyler Walker. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Um, so right, yeah, I think uh, me and Gary are going to try and get together um, over the weekend if he's uh, provided he's better, and we're going to give uh, the give the Christmas games a look because um, obviously we're not going to record a get a podcast next Wednesday because that's Christmas Day. We're not going to record a podcast the following Wednesday because we're on, you know, we'll be at the bank. Um, so uh, yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to. Enjoy. Oh, we've not talked about the stadium rename, have we? No, should you, we? You're meant to do this. You're meant to be doing this properly, Ben. I'm just the guest. <laughs> this is your thing. You're the state. You know, obviously the the Stacey West podcast always have difficulties. I can see why Gary sort of, you know, told me to come on and told uh, told you exactly how to behave because you just keep just going past everything, don't you? Oh man. I mean, look, you're the one that's dropped out several times on Skype. Let's not let's not beat around yeah, the bush. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So yeah, we say we're down the bank, um, but we're not. We're down at the LNER Stadium now. I, mean, I think, yeah. I think, I think the reaction to this has been, <coughs> excuse me, essentially, uh, essentially what I expected. Like a lot of people, basically going, I don't care what it's called. It's always going to be sensible bank yeah. to me, yeah. and it gets money in the pocket of the club. You know, I think yeah. that's perfect. It's basically it, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, I've uh, not been to the LNER yet. I mean, I don't know if it feels any different, but as to me and what it will be to to my, my dad and my family, it'll always be the bank. No, ma- yeah. no matter what, no matter what people call it, uh, you know, it's always going to be sense of bank. And I shall I shall tell my boys the same thing when I when I eventually have them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, it, it it was quite interesting to see, you know, the free scarves, free Santa hats, and and flags being given away on saturday and it was uh, it was nice to obviously start the, the the new name stadium with a win but um 
yeah, I, I'm really not fussed. I mean, I, I still call it the center spot. It might be the Travis Perkins or whatever it, you yeah. know, whatever they call it, but it's always the center spot to me. So yeah, do you think we uh, should change the stadium name every week so that we can win at home? That might be a step something. too far. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, think about it then. <laughs> I'll put it to Liam. I'll put it to yeah, Liam. I, yeah, actually, yeah, Liam. If you if you're listening, Liam, you know exactly what to do. Yeah, I mean, it might be uh, it might be a, a bit of a ball ache for the uh, for the you know folks in the media team, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think uh, overall, like I say, we're going to try and hopefully get together over the weekend and, and get a couple of podcasts out um, with some you know festive cheer because uh, uh, I say Gary's not well at the minute, bless him. So all the best if you are listening, Gary. Um, if you, you know, he, he famously claims that he doesn't listen to the podcast, but I think he does. I secretly. think he's lying. I think he's lying to you, Ben. I think he secretly does. I know he's, I know he's definitely listened back to, to last week's because it was, uh, it was a bit special. So, um, but yes, thank you. If you are a new listener of the pod as well, um, on the back of last week's, thank you. Um, Hopefully we'll get people subscribed and, and following uh, following the podcast and the blog and everything else. And who knows, maybe next year we'll take away the FSA award. Might be interesting. Well, fingers crossed. I think we should all go down in, you know, all, all of us go down in suit and, suit and shirt. Absolutely, yeah. Be a, be a good one. But uh, anyway, right, I think we'll wrap it up there because my chest, I think, is about to start caving in. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining me, Jake. It's been a pleasure, always. as always, my good man. Thank you very much. Um, we will, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you next week and uh, up the imps. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>